Hello and welcome to Dirt Road Divinity. Today we kick off season three, episode 23, with an fascinating conversation with Alicia Whalen. Now, in addition to being a dear friend, Alicia is also a medium, energy healer, channel, and intuitive mentor who specializes in assisting those who are going through a spiritual awakening. As you'll learn, this has not always been Alicia's path. (laughs) In fact, she had a pretty dramatic spiritual awakening of her own about three years ago, and in that process learned a great deal about the importance of community and also about the tools necessary to navigate spiritual awakenings, if not gracefully, (laughs) at least with a little sanity left intact at the end. So please enjoy this conversation with Alicia Whalen. Hello, this is Lisa Wade, and I welcome you to another episode of Dirt Road Divinity. Today, I am completely thrilled (laughs) to be talking to dear friend Alicia Whalen. Alicia, hi. Good morning. Thank you for having me here. I am so excited. I am, I am so excited too. And, and thank you. Um, you've got a fascinating story to tell. You know, now you kind of consider yourself a, a, a teacher and a healer and a guide, among many other things, but it didn't always start that way. You had a very 3D kind of, dare I say, muggle kind of life for, for quite some time. And yep. then something happened. And it all got turned on its head. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, I certainly can. So this would be the first time I am publicly sharing this story of mine. I have periodically uh, told people along the way. but uh, So this is kind of a big moment for me. Um, Just recently coming out even um, in just this early February 22 with Um, the new version of me and the things that I do now um, compared to that 3D muggle version of me (laughs) um, that I lived for 43 years. So very successfully, by the way, I mean, you were very successful in in your world and in your industry, a business owner, successful business. And, and so to go from being well-respected, credible professional in one field to, wow, there's this whole other side of me that's now wanting to come through that had to be kind of a shock. Oh, very much so. Very much so a shock and um, uh, traumatic for sure. Um, so about three and a half years ago, uh, it started for me um, with very simple kind of strange things happening that never really would have happened to me before. So radio dials spinning, lights going on and off. Um, I, would, I would describe myself as always being sort of a feeler. Uh, I, I always was very, um, you know, sensitive. However, as you've described, um, I had no, I did not have a spiritual bone in my body. <laughs> I was um, very uh, rooted in this like third dimensional world. I was a speaker, you know, I um, worked specifically in t- technology in the travel and tourism industry, um, mom of two kids, um, you know, just living the life. Um you know, went through uh, what many would call as an, un- or I would call an untethering over the, probably the 10 years prior to, so this would be November, December of 2018, um, unraveling a marriage, uh, unraveling that business partnership. Um, and another really dramatic thing that I now look back on that was very much an unraveling or an untethering from that life um, is this notion that 
uh, or this uh, belief that I had <laughs> um, from the time I was like 13 years old that um, what almost call, call it a programming where I thought, you know, success meant, you know, uh, having a lot of money, making a lot of money, uh, owning a house, um, a big house, you know, um, doing all the things. Right. And as that was sort of unraveling in my, you know, mid, to, mid, mid, early to mid thirties, late thirties, um, it was pretty traumatic. And I would call that sort of an ego death. So a couple mm -hmm. of ego deaths happening there. Probably now I know what it is. The term to call it too, is probably a lot of shadow work. Mm -hmm. So a lot of looking at, um, myself and uh, looking at the world around me. And then I pretty much can tell you now that the, my guides uh, in late 2018 were pretty much like, okay, time's up knocking on the door here, sister, like no more of this, you know, uh, running through life and, you know, um, it's time. So they basically pushed me over the, uh, the falls, I like to say, and here I am. <laughs> so yeah, it was very traumatic. It started um, in late 2018 with lights, radio dials, strange things, synchronicities, mm. um, strange uh, body aches, extreme fatigue, um, all of the things that kind of come now that we know um, what these, these symptoms are, but come with a w awakening or, or awakening to um, a different version of reality than what you're used to. Mm, I love That's that. That's how it began. Yeah. yeah a different version of reality than you're used to. That's yes. Right. And it can hit you over the head if it happens too quickly, <laughs> yeah. which is what happened to me. Mm -hmm. So um, it quickly evolved in, um, in to December and then um, January of 2019 into fairly dramatic uh, changes. <laughs> so first of all, I'd never even heard of a pendulum before. Um, synchronicities, um, meeting the right person at the right time, having premonitions, um, my telepathy abilities started to come on in, uh, all coming into a person that had no understanding or spiritual background at all. <laughs> and so um, very scary, really, right? Um, met a woman to in Starbucks and she asked me if I knew what a pendulum was and I I didn't at the time she took off of her, her necklace and said, just ask it your yes. And my pendulum started doing this and I was, and I wasn't doing it. And I'm like, what is going on here? Uh, you know, and it scared the bejesus out of me. Right. And then uh, my no is this and um, I keep going is this. Um, so I believe that the sort of third dimensional visual tool of the, the, the pendulum actually, uh, being a way to translate or receive information and confirm that I'm not, you know, when I consciously or egoically don't understand something was probably the key to getting me through here quick, this quickly. Yeah. Um, because I don't think I would have believed any of it. And, and I got to say, as someone who's, who's worked with the pendulum in the past and, and known people who work with pendulums, yours does it's that does things I have never seen in my life. And I mean, it's absolutely amazing. You know, the sessions when we've worked together and the pendulum just starts going wild. Um, I've never experienced that before. But after it, after our communication, it's like, not to the same degree, but it's like my pendulum then all of a sudden gets way more active and, and inspired <laughs> or whatever. After almost like you activated something around that in me through our conversations. I've, I've, I've honestly just never seen anything like it. Yeah. 
So we all, I think we all sort of have that one party trick, if you will, that thing that, um, the thing that, uh, you can't make up the thing that you can't, you know, you can't, um, talk yourself out of, or that science can't, you know, just, you know, understand or describe. So even having these gifts though, I mean, as you start to wake up and there are so many people now waking up, Mm -hmm. um, we all have different uh, skills and abilities. And I use, I call this a translator. It's a way of helping me translate Mm -hmm. the energy, um, or the, um, the information that I'm receiving. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not know that then. So having, you know, this be spinning around in a Starbucks was really quite freaky, <laughs> um, especially when I didn't know what it was doing or why. So, um, so let's just say I, it was a really quick uh, crash course. Um, at the time I had one medium who assisted me. Um, I'm very grateful for her. Um, although uh, oftentimes what also comes with awakening um, after I would pretty much uh, say that always what comes with awakening is a, a very big um, version of a dark night of the soul mm. and ego deaths. Yeah. And um, it is when it comes in so quickly, as opposed to over time, you know, a lot of the people that I work with now are the, your audience who may be listening here maybe kind of, you know, felt tuned in when they were a child and they kind of put it away or, you know, sample came, came back into it maybe when they were a teenager or their twenties and then again, put it away. Um, I wouldn't say I ever really tuned in until I was 43 and it was like, boom. Yeah. So um, we all will wake up over a t- over time. Okay. Um, but there comes a time when uh, there's just no escaping it. <laughs> you have to look at, you know, what you're here to do, you know, and first and foremost, I know I'm here and every one of us are here to have a human experience and to enjoy our lives that I know. And so I want to also tell your audience that that is the most important thing that we're here to do is to have our beautiful human experience. Mm-hmm. And, um, Secondly, though, we are here as um, assistants from, we are light, we are here to help that the world that we're living in um, transmute what has been very dark for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And we're also here to help rebuild systems and to help humanity raise their vibration. Um, So it's been three years of a lot of learning, a lot of... um, I often say it's like I've done a master class in esoterics or metaphysics. You got a PhD um, in it now, PhD, sister. Yeah, 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 PhD, and very quickly. Um, and then what happens is um, a lot of you who may be uh, resonating with my story, um, if you're going through it now as opposed to three years from now, it is probably a go. It's probably happening much quicker. Um, then maybe like it, it happened with me um, because the first thing I had to deal with was the realization that the it was that the world wasn't what I thought it was. That is a hard recognition to come to when everything you think you knew, know, you know, not just new, but know right now, everything you think, you know, it's like taking a snow globe and just shaking it. And um, that can be very disorienting. And 
very isolating, especially when everyone else around you is still walking along in the same old world that you're now seeing in a very different way. And I know from, from our conversations that that was, that was a real challenge for you, that it was like, very traumatic shit for one thing, what the hell is going on? And then, whoa, but who, oh, I can't tell us about this. They will think, woo, you know? Um, you know, I look back and, and having had kind of the benefit in some ways of a slower process of awakening, you know, mine started 20 years ago at this point, you know, and so it was much more, I don't know about gradual, gradual, but great, graceful. Maybe it, it, it didn't feel like I was being hit by a Mack truck. We'll put it. I really call my process graceful. <laughs> yeah, yours was not. Yeah. Um, What's been fascinating about your process, though, having having kind of walked with you through some of it, you know, um, the the chaos kind of in the beginning, mm-hmm. moving toward this calm, grounded, centered capacity to be of real service to others now, it, it's just been a completely amazing transition to watch. I didn't know you before, you know, I, I, we met after, after, after things started, started happening for you, but even from then to now, the transition has been remarkable. And to see you go from what the hell is going on to, I know what you're experiencing and I can help. I can Mm -hmm. help. Let, Let me, let me help with this. Um, what would you say was kind of the most challenging part during your, you know, the most challenging, yeah, the most challenging part absolutely was that feeling of isolation mm. and feeling of alone. Um, and knowing though that uh, I wasn't crazy, um, having enough proof, um, having enough proof that I wasn't crazy and having enough of the synchronicities, the premonitions, the ability to understand what people, you know, to have these gifts, um, happen so quickly, um, it actually, what it does is actually, um, it does do something to you, the human mind. It's, uh, there's only so much we can comprehend at one time, right? And it's not just our human mind, but when we're going through any kind of awakening, we're also awakening and changing in our bodies and our fields. So going from not having any understanding of, of, you know, the energy body of chakras of, uh, uh, that I was a soul living in a human body, you know, of past lives or talking to angels or God, talking to people. I mean, you know, going completely from this to this within a three month time period, um, it's too much for the, uh, a normal human being. Um, and this is why I know that part of the reason why that I went through it that way was so that I could, I could explain that to others who maybe in uh, um, going through awakenings that are quicker. Um, and I was told by my guides at the time that there would be a time of great awakening coming soon. Mm-hmm. Um, again, didn't understand what that meant <laughs> really at the time, but they did show me um, through uh, the messages, the way I receive is, is concepts, is songs, movies. Uh, I don't hear voices. Uh, I did see in the beginning and uh, asked not to, because it was very traumatic, um, to 
to experience uh, visually seeing um, a, a, a being from another dimension or lights. And it can be very jarring. If I, I, I want to put a pin in this for just, just a second. Um, when you say you ask to not, I think this is a concept that's so important that people understand that we are still autonomous beings and we get mm-hmm. to have authority within our, within our experience. And so that we do have that opportunity to say, hey, this is too much, turn it down. Or I'm cool with this, but man, keep me away from whatever this is over here. So thank you for bringing that up and that this kind of, of evolution or awakening process gets to be a relationship with the divine rather yes. than the divine just putting it on you, you know, and almost this like actually, of it. this is actually what I, where I want to actually, I'm glad you pinned it. Cause I want to put, I want to give you the, the three things that I learned um, that got me through that time. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. The most important things that I learned that got me through that time literally saved me. Okay. Were number one, the light is stronger than the dark. Mm. Period. End of story. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number two thing that got me through um, was that I have free will. Mm-hmm. And that I, um, uh, I don't have to, to do any of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And number three was, and this was critical, especially as I was waking up and I had no discernment. I couldn't, um, I couldn't tell who was speaking to me. I mean, I knew initially that my Baba, my grandmother came through. Mm-hmm. Um, I was able, I had the tool of the, I had the trust and the discernment in the pendulum, even though this is just a tool. Um, but what the biggest lesson was, because the, even this can be wrong. Mm-hmm. This is outside of us. Okay. So this is only a tool or any other tool that you use. So the third lesson was the dark will never be, or the, the light will never be aggressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the most important thing that I learned that got me through that time. So if my um, brain uh, or my human mind was, was confused and muddled because I was having all of this incoming um, frequencies that I'd never experienced before and never learned about, didn't know how to manage that. The one thing I could always hold on to was that the light would never be aggressive that the light is stronger than the dark, which meant that I could tell anything that I didn't feel comfortable with any, any, any emotion like anger or guilt or frustration or any um, perceived being or anything that was, I perceived as scary that taught me that I was the one in control. Mm -hmm. So that was the most critical lesson that I got. And that is what got me through. That's really powerful. And, you know, I, I appreciate the fact that you bring up the idea of light and dark. You know, I, I've known some, some on, um, you know, this evolution path that just refuse to believe in dark at all. You know, it, it's all light all the time. And, and they refuse to even acknowledge that um, darker energies or, or lower vibrational energies exist and that they might seek to do harm. And our experiences are, are, are different than that way of seeing the world. Um, we've, we've had, we both have had experiences that, that um, have been proof that there, there's some nasty shit out there. And it's almost as if as we 
as we start holding more light or at least start owning and working through our light, it's almost like the forces on the other side rally against us, rally yeah. to keep us down, rally to help, you know, make us think we're crazy or, or whatever, just to freak us out and scare us out. You of can our actually life. expect it. Yeah. It, I, yeah say it's gonna happen. I, I say this to anybody that I'm working with. Um, but I like to call it instead of a psychic attack, I like to call it an event, an event. And this is how I like to see it too. If they are coming after you, or if you are sensing a lot of darkness, even if you're not seeing it, if you're feeling a lot of fear, this is your opportunity to yeah. tell it to go away. Yeah. Like if they're coming, if the dark is attracted to you, it's because you're light. Mm -hmm. So what they want you to do is be afraid. Yeah. Okay. Um, I literally don't have fear anymore. And um, everything was fearful for that first year. Everything, as you'll remember. Yeah. Uh, you know, having the first premonition and seeing it, you know, come to fruition. Having, feeling the other, that, you know, that I knew I was in multiple dimensions at one time and being completely freaked out. Um, having uh, all of the symptoms that I had, bought, like extreme body aches. I slept half of 2019, as you'll remember. <laughs> yeah, you were, you were and, sick a lot, slept a lot. And I remember it, it was almost as if you were like your body was a human barometer for the oh, craziness yeah. that the world was about to experience. So when you would have like this full body hit, energetic hit, a couple of days later, some big massive event happens in the world and, and you started recognizing that, oh gosh, my body is telling me in advance when, when big things are happening. That, that's, a, that's a rough role to play. Very you know? traumatizing. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've learned since not or are to mitigate the effects of the energy that, you know, and, but that's, 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 you know, that's psychic hygiene or spiritual hygiene that we all need to learn, you know, that we um, have the ability to protect ourselves with our own energy that um, all of these things that I had yet to learn. Um, but then also too, when you are going through an awakening um, fast or slow, you can expect a lot of physical symptoms. Um, but I still, I still call myself the human barometer, but I also stood in my power, just like with, I don't want to see at one point and said, okay, no, I don't need you to show me. I don't need my body to show me that something's coming anymore. So mm -hmm. I am less and less prone to, you know, getting the, the sinus that, I mean, I have one right now, so we're obviously moving through a lot right now. <laughs> so so yeah, when I, it's like whenever Alicia has a sinus infection, you pretty much know that there's something big going on. <laughs> Frequency, frequency yeah. rise. So, um, yeah, definitely still the human barometer. And many of us are, um, because the, the, the fact is, is that whether we're conscious of it or not, our bodies and fields are picking up off the energy of the collective, the energy that's coming in. Um, and we're also going through, um, what some refer to as ascension symptoms. Um, I call it evolution, um, because we are changing, we are shifting as human beings and you can choose back to the free will, you can choose to say, um, no, not right now. No, thank you. You can put a pin in it, but if you're on this path, trust me, <laughs> they're going to barrel you over until you decide or, or choose on your own. I, the, they meaning your guides, you know, the light, oh, your, light your higher self will barrel your God. Yeah. will barrel you over and say, okay, it's time for you now to do your healing or to, um, 
uh, or to face your, your demons <laughs> or to face your fears or face your emotions. Like, um, nobody at this point in the world, from what I understand, gets a hall pass <laughs> on this whole process. And the, and the idea, I think for, for many people who believe that the earth is having her evolution process, you know, at the same time, and to the extent that, that we are tethered right now to the planet, as her frequency is, is increasing, as she's healing and evolving, um, that as passengers, we can't help but. And, and so it, it's really kind of a matter of how much grace do you want there to be in the process? How traumatic do you want it to be? How much do you want to kick and scream and try to go the other way? Um, and there's plenty of people doing that too. La la la, you know, yeah. I will not see, I will not, you know, believe I will not, you know, whatever. I, I felt that when I first woke up, I mean, I had, first of all, the things that the guides were showing me, uh, the reality of the world was extremely scary. Okay. And I couldn't find any proof of it anywhere, uh, anywhere. Okay. So to be shown what I was shown, which is literally what's been playing out. If anybody is following any kind of alternative media or, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, conspiracy theorists or truthers or um, now to some degree, I also say um, I, I literally don't look at anything as truth. I always find it in the middle. Now I've learned so nothing is ever truth on either side. So whether or not you're following the media or you're following alternative media or just social media or whatever it is that you're reading or following outside of yourself, we can never go to one end or the other because it's never the truth. The truth is always somewhere in the middle. However, the world that um, I've had, I have the proof now um, that the world that I understood it to be before I woke up was not the same world um, and that I was very much asleep. Mm -hmm. um, to uh, basically what humanity has done to each other and how we have been living in this very patriarchal, very controlled um, world for thousands of years. And um, so some will still feel like there's no way out of that. Uh, I don't see that that way. I see that I am here and others like you and those who are watching, that's what we're here to do. We're here to evolve as humans with earth, with mother earth and change the trajectory of, or the balance of light to dark. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You had talked earlier about helping to shift systems and, you know, we've had conversations about looking at the different systems that are at play in our civilization and our, in our cultures and our, our governments, whatever. And um, just identifying, starting to become aware of how often those systems create it's almost like the opposite of free will, like keep us out of our own free will and our ability to make choices to okay. evolve our soul. And um, it, it's almost as if the more people become aware of that, either it totally freaks them out, you know, yeah. and they run well, even more to it to expect it to. Yeah. Or they're like, wow, screw this, you, you know, and, but then trying to figure out, okay, and then what do you do? Yeah. Um, but that there's, there's something to that. And it, and it doesn't take very long to look at policy structures, you know, other things and go, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that know. doesn't seem to be working. Oh, that doesn't seem to be, you know. Yeah. And so, you know, it's not just the personal journey 
and and it's very much a, a personal and soul oriented journey, but then it's a cultural journey. It's, it's, you know, civilization journey. It's an earth journey. We're part of, we are part of such a much bigger evolution, um, which is really exciting on one hand. And I'm like, woo, can't wait to get there. Yay. (laughs) You know, enjoying the journey along the way can sometimes be a little challenging, you know, but it's almost like the more awareness you have, the more informed choices you get to make, you know, and then you can choose, do I want to be freaked out by this or do I want to go, huh? Yeah. Look, because we can choose. I get to make a choice, you know? Yeah, we get the opportunity to choose. We have free will. Yeah. And we, we as human beings are incredibly powerful beings. Like we've forgotten that, you know, uh, like I can talk to angels. Like what? <laughs> I can feel your energy. What? I can, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I, can, I can clear you of a headache what? <laughs> like you can clear yourself of a headache. What? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, like it's miracles every single day. And I think the thing is, is with us humans is we always want the proof. Yeah. Yeah. One, one of the things that I find fascinating about all of this is for so many people listening to this conversation, if they come to a conversation like this steeped in, um, in a particular kind of dogma, you know, a particular kind of, of spiritual framework, um, whatever it might be. Um, they might hear some of this and think it's all, you know, I mean, woo, woo. yeah, completely heretical, whatever. And, but yet I, I've found, and I think that, that you to some extent have found too, that it's through this different understanding, through this different awareness, that I've actually grown much stronger in my relationship oh. with the divine, with Jesus, with Mother Mary, with Mary Magdalene, with the angels and archangels, even, even with you know leaders of other faith traditions that are yeah. not part of my culture, you know, gods and goddesses and others from, from other cultures that that to develop that relationship. And to me, it is a two-way relationship. Um, and I know that you felt that two-way relationship too. So they don't have to be mutually exclusive is my point. Um, and in fact, this process of awakening can even help you become more, more appreciative or connected maybe yes. with, with some of those, some of those energies or beings or, you know, I really, and before I woke up, I really had no knowledge or connection whatsoever to any divine. I mean, I had a, I had a tough time even saying God, you know, I still am slightly triggered by the word God. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm, you know, from, from sort of my confusion about religion, when I grew up, my father's an atheist, Mm -hmm. um, raised Ukrainian Catholic, but a lot of the um, masses that we would go to were in Ukrainian. So I really had no sort of religious programming, if you will, because everything really is a program. Mm-hmm. Um, so I came to it pretty neutral, but I had really no esoteric knowledge, no at all, like nothing, you know, I was very rooted in a third dimensional reality. Mm-hmm. So now um, having to translate the new version of me and, you know, say to my family, for example, I have a very close family. 
and to kind of come out after the the illness uh, cocoon of the last couple of years and sort of come out and you know be like oh yeah uh, by the way I talked to Baba <laughs> I talked to Angels you know that's a lot <laughs> um, and so, how did you manage that um. I think the other thing is if I can give advice to whoever's going through um, a shift or a change or opening to their more conscious self. Okay. Cause I'm still me. I'm still Alicia. Mm-hmm. I'm very much still rooted in who I am. I'm a mom. I'm active in my community. You know, I'm a partner. I'm a daughter, you know, I can still, you know, go to a barbecue and be the same person to some degree that I was before, you know, I'm not going to sit there and start convincing you that you need to, you know, communicate with, <laughs> I don't need, you know, that's not, I, I haven't, I'm not like a um, evangelist, you know? Um, and yet at the same time you want, uh, you want to always be connected with the important people in your life and they, and you do want them to know who you are, you know? And I felt the same thing kind of coming out of the closet spiritually or, from an evolutionary standpoint and <laughs> try to call it evolution, not spirituality um, to the people that I was connected to prior in my prior work as well as a digital marketer and a speaker. So, you know, I had quite a large network and I've completely, um, I still do some consulting work. Um, but primarily this is my, this is my work now. So even sort of changing or in, reintroducing myself mm-hmm to my family and to people that knew me before, this is a challenging thing to do, you know? And I kind of did hide for two years. I didn't kind of hide. I pretty much did hide (laughs) as I was going through and, and just had a very small network like yourself and a couple of very small, a group of others that uh, I trusted and that helped me through um, my understanding of the new version of me. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's not easy, you know, um, like you needed to understand the new version of you before you could introduce it to anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. My understanding of the new version of me. Yeah. Cause, um, and, and, you know, the world that we live in or the third dimensional reality doesn't allow for that very much. I mean, we're very much, um, programmed and, or, um, we don't know any different to be sort of in that, you know, rat in a cage or, you know, you, you go to work, you go, you take the kids to ball, you know, you're, you're grocery shopping, you go for dinner with friends, you know, you're, there's not a lot of time for flow. So I don't believe we as humans have really, or in, in North America anyway, maybe Europe, but we in these parts of the world um, don't do flow and ease very well. We're very, um, we're very much in this reciprocal, this, the sort of what we should be doing. And yeah. So, so I do believe that this, this illness cocoon that we just came out of was an invitation or, I mean, I'm so grateful for the time to slow down because it was very hard to process and integrate all of these changes and had that not happened. And I'm sure I'm not the only one that went through a lot of dramatic changes over that time or had the time to reflect and, be with themselves and, and heal, um, and read and learn and, um, learn to be mindful and learn to meditate, you know, take care of themselves differently because we weren't in that, you know, so I, for one, I I mean, I I did it a year before everyone else did. 
And that was challenging. I felt very isolated and very alone. You know, I slept half of 2019 and cried, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and without really understanding what was happening and everybody else was just going about their business. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> How are you just fine? Because like, what? <laughs> The world's about to change completely. Doesn't anybody get it? <laughs> so at least when it did start to change for me anyway, I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> okay. So, you know, at least I am not just crazy, you know? So, and I also, I also really respect and honor all of those like you who started your awakening journey far back, you know, to have to kind of wait it to this time for all of this to actually be, you know, come to reality or come into uh, more of an expanded group of people that understand it. Whew. That must've been a lonely journey. <laughs> it's so nice now, you know, knowing people and getting, having the opportunity to have conversations that don't all have to start with the phrase, this may sound crazy, but yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, we can, we can just talk and that there are more people who are, who are, getting it. And it's so interesting to me how that word crazy is so often tied to like the lack of understanding of the awakening process, you know, as, as we are waking up as our real potential is coming online, you know, it's, it's, or that we're allowing it to come through or however you want to look at it, that for those who don't understand are so quick to throw that, that word, or that we think that about ourselves Ourselves, if we don't understand it. And it's like increasing of awareness, increasing of understanding leads to a decrease in that, that label, like not knowing what else, what other label to put on it, I guess. Um, But I think that's really challenging that for people who are experiencing a new part of themselves that ends up feeling like the most normal thing in the world. Hmm. But in the beginning to think there's got to be something like mentally wrong with me. Oh yeah. And, and it's almost like everybody I talk to who's been. I guarantee you everybody. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have at one point, maybe for an extended period of time, you know, and I will even say that, um, Uh, processing that kind of change in information in your bodies and fields and in your mind can actually trigger a physical psychosis, which I believe it did for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe it was too fast. um, And that um, I did need medical support to, you know, basically, you know, restabilize me, Mm -hmm. you know, had I probably had other people around me that knew what I was going through, I might not have needed that. I might need, may have just needed rest. Because what happens too, when it's all coming at you so fast, or you're having, it's like you're having, um, it's like you've only been living with your five senses your whole life. And then all of a sudden there's all this other stuff mm-hmm. and you, your mind just doesn't even know how to comprehend it all. Um, and it does make you feel like you're spinning. It does make you feel like you're crazy. Um, and sometimes it does. I've seen it with people I've worked with cause a psychosis. Um, I, I had one myself in the, that early time. Um, and it's very real, you know? Um, so this process of helping people through this, this, this time, this awakening time as a collective, but also, um, anyone, everyone's personal journey, because no one's late. Everyone just kind of shows up when they show up. Right. I'm not going to lie. I'm thankful that I got 43 years of being ignorant. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Um, because like I said, like it can be very isolating, can be very alone. And actually if you're feeling any of those emotions, it is likely that you are going through an awakening. If you are feeling things like that, you're not connected with the people around you, like you used to be, that you're feeling apathy, just like very blah and apathetic about the world. If you're feeling um, like your partnership or your relationship isn't, isn't, you know, is, is all of a sudden different or not working. If your career, if, if you're like, meh, like if something is changing with the career and I can tell you right now, we all with where we are here sitting in July of 2022, we're moving through some really big energetic shifts. Uh, I, you know, kind of theme this month as being the, the time of the crossroads. Mm-hmm. So, you know, anyone who is actually watching this right now or in the future, um, we will look back on this time, this summer of 22, 2022 as being a, a major, major shift. And um, we're going through it collectively and earth is going through it. And we're also all individually going through it. Every one of us on this planet is going to have some kind of shift going on right now mm-hmm. and some more dramatic than others. And if you're not, your head is in the sand because, <laughs> you know, it could be a health crisis. It could be a change in relationship. It could be, um, you know, mental illness issues. It could be depression. It could, if there is something going on with everybody because um, everything is changing and everything is very unsettled. Can right it be some good stuff too? Yes, absolutely. Let's plant a little hope there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I want to say I'm so grateful for what I went through. And I also want to say that you're now not alone like I was, you know, you have, there's others and we've gone through this and we, and it is beautiful on the other side. I'm already there. I'm not, I have no fear over what's happening. I have excitement. Yeah. I have joy. One of the things I love about um, so often, it feels like we develop strength through struggle and you struggled, you grew, you know, you're a hell of a lot stronger now than you were then. Um, But then to see your willingness and desire and passion of then being able to be there and share that with others so that nobody has to feel like they're going through this alone so that they can have a guide that when, you know, they're having a crisis, you know, and not understanding what's going on at all, that they can call you and that you can help walk through. Would you mind telling me a little bit about this evolution toward working with clients and sharing like your, your knowledge and, and your gifts and connection with the world and, and kind of the difference that that's making there locally and, and worldwide. I know you, you work with people all around the planet. Yeah. So, um, I took about six months. I sold my house in 2022 or 2020, uh, closed on March 1st, 2020, of course, very highly guided, um, untethered myself from home ownership, something I never would have thought I would do. Um, manifested a perfect spot. Um, Then um, transitioned quickly. Um, Guides told me, okay, timeline shift, you're ready. Um, Ended up uh, taking six months off of uh, working in my, I was in digital analytics and tourism at the time. And that version of me was like, well, wait a minute. What do you mean? Just take, you know, 
what do you mean? Just not, not work. <laughs> I can't not work. What are you talking about? You know? Yeah. And then they basically said, you're the student now. So that was my transitionary time to sort of go from, I guess, that version of me from a career standpoint to this. Ver- I, I had no idea what I'd be doing at the time. So let's talk about jumping off a cliff and not understanding where the heck you're landing. Okay. So I've done it, been there, done that, you know, and I trusted my higher guidance. I trusted myself. Um, and then I started to, I, I understood right from the beginning that I would be helping others. Um, and I've always been um, a teacher, right? Um, my prior work and, you know, we can be all the things. I still do this, but I'm um, a digital marketing expert, right? And um, a lot of what I, I did for 15, 15 years was teach and explain, um, you know, how Google worked and how, you know, and how digital technology works and, you know, and made it not intimidating and fun. So I do believe that all the things that we've done up until the time that we're in now and wherever you are in your evolution, there's always a reason for it. So, um, so I had the confidence in myself as uh, an educator or a mentor or a guide, right? Like um, I already had that confidence in myself and I'd also built businesses. I was an entrepreneur. So for me, it is easier than let's say someone who, um, you know, as a Reiki master or someone who does other sort of health and wellness type to, it's easier for me to kind of relaunch myself as a brand, but then I had to kind of really figure out, okay, what is it that I do? Um, so I did it, um, very heavily guided, you know, at first it's, so it's been about a year and a half. Um, ironically, I have not done any real traditional digital marketing (laughs) (laughs) and built my practice on referral, um, and um, I worked with um, a lovely soul last year too to to do some ed- educational uh, master classes where we guided and helped um, groups of people mm-hmm. to uh, heal themselves and learn about their chakras and learn about how to clear dark energy and learn how to raise their vibrations and all of the things. So through that last year, I finally this you know this year it's like okay it's time. It's time to come out of the closet and be who you are. And uh, so I have a very busy practice of of one-on-one clients. Um, I like to say that I'm an activator. Usually the people that come to me um, are, it's for a reason. They're like ready. They're ready to figure out what's been going on with them or they're they're ready to learn. Um, They're ready to open up. They're ready to heal. Um, we all have a lot of healing to do. I, I like to refer to us humans as human trauma bombs. <laughs> so we're carrying a lot of baggage. Yeah. Um, so the first step always in the journey is um, to heal yourself. Mm. And so that is my approach. Um, I work um, with clients one-on-one. I do group work. Um, I do have a program as well um, of um Awakening 1.0. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a series of video modules of me talking through all of the um, very basic fundamentals of understanding yourself and your four bodies, not just your physical body, but your energetic body, your spiritual body, your emotional body, um, how to cut cords, energetic cords, very basic um you know, spiritual hygiene fundamentals of what you need to know, how to connect with yourself. Um, so, you know, um, a very practical sort of course, you know, that people can go through at their own time. I also do um, 
fairly regular monthly energetic updates um, on Zoom for a lot that are in my community. I'm now doing events as well and collaborating with, um, so the brand is Awaken Inspired. Um, that's sort of my platform. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of these sort of initiatives fall within it. Um, my focus really is to uh, be present and, um, you know, be that, be that calm in the storm. Um, however it is you need it, um, whether it's one-on-one uh, work, I do healing work, I do emotional release work, uh, a lot of work with my pendulum. Uh, I do, I am a medium, um, so I do bring through spirit guides and uh, help you connect with your, um, you know, oftentimes, yes, loved ones, um, but also other dimensional guides and yeah there's a a lot going on (laughs) well I remember right after my dad passed away in um, December of last year and we were just having a conversation you and I were just having a conversation not about anything you know in particular and boom he shows up and whoa it was um it was quite a it was quite a conversation um and then I freaked him out a little I think you know but it was so nice also to feel like his energy come through you. Cause you never met my dad. You didn't, you know, no. you didn't know anything about him, but like the way that you were talking and describing and energetically, I could tell, Oh God, that's him. There's no doubt about it. That's my dad. And um, to know without a doubt, he is 100% okay. And yeah. loving this next phase of his soul's, you know, involvement. And um that was really phenomenal, but again, not something that we were necessarily counting on or, or, or looking for right then. And no. that's one of the things about this process is you never know when something's going to hit, you know? No, no like, it's really cool. Actually. It's like I'm living a movie every day. Like I, I don't go in beforehand, you know, and sort of, I prefer not to energetically. That's a boundary as well. I prefer to just sort of be in it with whoever I'm working with. And I trust and know now that my, um, the way my process and my guides and how they assist me that whatever it is that person needs from, from this experience is going to come through. So it's, um, and it always, I ask for it to come in in priority order. So if somebody needs more physical healing, that's what's going to happen first. Mm. Or if it's ancestral healing, likely those guides are coming in for that reason. Or if they're ready, you know, they're working with them for a while or they've been on their path for a while and they need answers to specific questions, that's what's going to come first. So um, it's, it's come from, my process has come out of a, um, a trust in, you know, and I've learned discernment. So, and I've learned my boundaries as well. Um, I often say to anyone who has, um, uh, gifts, you know, of this kind, whether it's clairsentience, clairvoyance, um, if you don't learn the boundaries of it, it's like walking into an, an arena, you know, and just because they're all spirits, if they were all in regular form, you wouldn't just talk to all of them, would you? I mean, so there, that it's been a lot to learn and process, especially coming from a place where I, I don't feel that I had the same connection. I know I don't, I didn't prior to three and a half years ago. Right. So, um, lots to learn. Um, but at the same time, like, wow, the wonder of it all, like the things like, I think my favorite, you know, my favorite quote is you just can't make this shit up. Yeah. (laughs) 
You yeah. just can't make this shit up. Really creative enough. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's awe and wonder every day. And what an honor too. Gosh, the other thing that, you know, I love about this so much about this awakening or this being this new evolved human is like, I'm not, af- I'm not afraid. I don't look at death the same way. Yeah. You know, because I actually communicate with those that are past or crossed over. Yeah. And most of them are like, I mean, their energy is just so light, you know, and understanding too the, the human condition has been just amazing to observe, like to understand that we carry all of this trauma and these triggers and these patterns that we really don't need. And to know that we can get rid of that, we can yeah. actually go. We can actually free ourselves from that. It's heavy. I mean, it's and the experience heavy. of watching, you know, you've done this work, experiencing watching someone evolve. Just wow. <laughs> like talk about why there's so, so much to be excited about. You know, I just, I don't even have words. I, I love that you come back to the awe and the wonder and the honor of doing the work. You know, thank you for trusting me. You, you hit on trust too. And that's something that seems to be a recurring theme in many of these conversations. You know, first it's the, the crazy and then it's the trust. And how did, how did you start or what might you encourage for others in terms of really exercising that trust muscle and, and appreciating that trust and discernment need to go hand in hand. Um, but how did you start trusting? Well, first of all, I have to say we have to slow down. Um, my guides made me slow down. So in that early 2019, like I said, uh, I was pretty grounded. Uh, and I believe that it happened for me because I needed to slow down because, um, the thing is, is you miss a lot when you're, you're moving in your regular everyday life and you're not, you know, regularly. And I mean, daily taking time to quiet your mind or to pay attention. Mm. You're missing so much. You know, you are, I, I just, the me five years ago would have thought this version of me was very woo woo. <laughs> but now that I've been on the other side of it and seen what I've seen and, and experienced what I've experienced, the awe and wonder of the way that we are communicated with from the other realms is just mind blowing. I mean, we all have the goose, you know, the truth bumps. We all have you know, our bodies are speaking to us every day, every minute of every day. Yeah. Every little headache, ache, or pain is trying to tell us something. It's not an attack. It's our bodies are communicating with us. Um, you know, animals, like, you know, we are attuned and connected with animals. And there are literally signs everywhere. I call it translation. We're, we're translating, mm. you know. Um, whether we're receiving the information from spirit guides or, you know, the trees and outside. I mean, the things that we can do as human beings are just mind blowing. You know, we can move wind. <laughs> like We can, it's real. This is, you know, it's magic. It's literally magic. Yeah. So I forget the question. But <laughs> trust, trust, trust. 
that's how I trust. You know, I, I trust because I have proof. I also have my pendulum, but everybody also has um, what I uh, call the body pendulum, which I introduce to everyone I work with from day one. Um, however, even the body pendulum can be off um, if your energetic body isn't in alignment. Okay. So trust comes from proof in my, in my world, you know, and I'm sure a lot of people think that and different proof from that I would have said five years ago. Okay. Because it's more subtle. Can't and necessarily we're, put it in a spreadsheet. <laughs> we are, no, we are getting the subtle cues every single day. Look for number sequences, one, 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 two, 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 coming out of nowhere. Look for synchronicities mm-hmm. that now when I was um, asleep, I would have just, Oh no, that didn't mean anything. Oh, that's just a chance. Oh, that's, you know, that's what I would have done. Yeah. Whereas now I'm aware that I'm being communicated with in multiple different ways and I'm open to it. Yeah. So instead of just, you know, so the proof is, yes, it's in my face. You can't make this shit up. The things that I'm doing every day with clients and like, yeah. you know, talking to, you know, but if I had not let my egoic mind like kind of have a rest over there, I wouldn't be able to do these things. Right. Yeah. So I trust because I'm listening and because I have proof, I get proof every day, multiple times a day. And you just got to like be slowed down enough to listen. It seems like so much of our world is to, to keep us in perpetual distraction so that we're not listening, so that we're not aware oh, yes. of all that's on, you know, all, all that's possible, but all the, the, the alternate versions or the real truth, <laughs> you know, that, that we that we continue to ignore yes. because we are distracted or so engaged in things that, that are occupying parts of our brain needlessly, you know, just exactly. needlessly. So the importance, you know what, that's the work, that's the work. And that's why I say that this is a time of us becoming the new humans mm-hmm. because that's what it's going to take. You know, I love, I love the fact that, that your approach is so empowering. You know, there are some, well, I won't even go there, but but you one of my friends now. <laughs> Hello, uh, but but you're so geared toward helping others have the tools and the confidence to heal themselves, know their own truth, listen to their body, to where you don't have to do it for them. You know, no. you might teach teach at the front, but you don't want anyone to be dependent upon you for their own answers. And I personally appreciate that. That's the way I like to go through life too, is here, you know, let, let, let me share what I know. Let me share things that might be helpful to you, but then you know, let, let's get you to where you can find this for yourself. Well, the one thing I think that we, um, a big thing, another sort of big point I'd like to make is I think what the, the general problem has been with us, all of us humans, is I believe that we've been conditioned to give our power away. Mm. So, yeah. In the words that we use, in the ways we talk about ourselves, mm. we give our powers away every day to uh, our ego mind who says, oh, I always do this, or I have ADD, or I am in dyslexic, or I, uh, you know, I don't work hard enough, or I'm never going to get ahead. You know, that's you doing it to yourself, giving your power away. We give our power away to institutions every day. We give our power away to doctors and the medical system. We give our power away to government. 
We give our power away every single day as human beings. And this is the biggest takeaway that I think needs to be talked about is as soon as we realize um, that we're doing it and we stop it and we change the direction, you, you will be manifesting things that you can't even imagine in your life. You know, because many of us are stuck in that. We are stuck in that, you know, I'm just Alicia. I live in Niagara Falls, Canada. You know, I, I need to go get a, a job. I, I need to, you know, I've got to, you know, if I had stayed in that version of me or the version of me that thought that I was only successful if I owned my house and if I was, you know, back on the road as a speaker and, you know, opening another digital agency or being a high price consultant or whatever, I would never be here. I couldn't, you know, and I'm the healthiest, most fulfilled version of myself I have ever been in my entire life. What a blessing right there. And that's the key, you know, finding that part of you that is making your unique contribution to the world. You know, the one that you solely can make. And you know where that starts, Lisa. And I say this to everybody. Okay. And I say this to myself every day. That truly means taking care of me first. That was, that's, you know, and there's a lot of women, especially, but a lot of us, especially those that are sort of would call themselves light workers or, you know, it's, it's a condition we have that we feel that we're here saving the world and saving everyone else. And we're forgetting about ourselves. Um, And that was a big pill to swallow. I used to ask my body pendulum, is it okay for me to take a nap? Like what? (laughs) Of course, it's okay to take a nap. You're tired. (laughs) You need sleep. Your body's telling you it needs rest. Right. Yeah. So it's really bringing it back. And a lot of, a lot of people, I, I find it funny that so many of us humans, I was there who, if, if you had asked me four years ago, you know, well, what does Alicia want? What does Alicia want to do right now? What does Alicia want in her future? I'd never even asked what I wanted. Hmm. So what do you want? Hmm. I know now, (laughs) uh, a mix of things. Um, I love where I am in my life. I want the people around me to be healthy mm-hmm. and joyful and inspired. I want to continue to help other people and grow and keep learning because there's just so much. There's so much in this world. I'm just, I am really excited about this time in the world. Like it, it's going to be, it is already, you know, if you look at it this way, it's incredible. Um, I do want a place by the, by the water. Mm -hmm. I I would like to, um, I already have trees behind me now, but, um, I want to travel. I want to do this work in person, uh, all over the world. Again, I traveled a lot my last, um, in my last career. Um, I love people, culture. Um, I want to be part of bringing this sort of inspirational message to others around the world. I want to experience other cultures. I want to help. Um, yeah. And I want to continue to find my peace, find my balance, find my joy mm-hmm. and continue to collect all these beautiful souls that keep coming around with me mm-hmm. um, and watching them grow. And I mean, that's the kind of the best part is to see the impact. Yeah. I love that. Thank you very much. Is there, is there, 
first of all, if people would like to reach out, you know, maybe they're going through um, their own kind of, what the hell's happening to me, you know, kind of awakening experience and need some support. How can, how can they find you? How can people reach you? Well, the primary platform would be awake-and-inspired.com. So Awake and Inspired, which is my platform. You probably could just Google me and find me though, Alicia Whalen. Um, also, I have a uh, Instagram, um, Awake and Inspired Alicia. Uh, I also have a private Facebook group, um, Awake and Inspired. Um, you can also find me, uh, I have a business page that I moved from the digital marketing expert to Awake and Inspired Alicia. So there's also that. Uh, so there's lots of ways to get, and of course, YouTube. <laughs> We're uh, working on building um building that up. Um, so yeah, one-on-one, um, group work, masterclasses, in-person events. If you're in the Toronto area and Niagara area, uh, I know that we'll be doing some events together at some point, Lisa, but, um, collaborating with others as well, other healers. Um, there's so many of us that are doing such beautiful work right now. Yeah, um, you're fully supported. There are people doing just amazing things right now. And um, please don't hesitate to reach out if you need help, because uh, it's not a weakness, it's a strength. Yeah, and and one thing, you know, it doesn't matter if you're in the Niagara or Toronto region, or if you're like, Anywhere, clients all over the world. Yeah, You know, I was on a donkey farm in Oklahoma when, when we connected. And, you know, through... Um, you know, a time when there was very little social interaction at all, thank, thanks to technology and the opportunity to have these conversations, um, that support doesn't have to be stymied just if you can't find anyone in your own local vicinity. The other thing is, is likely you won't be able to because we, uh, we humans, our souls are connected to each other. So if I'm resonating with you, it's probably because I'm the person to help you, right? Or if you're resonating with Lisa she or Neil, <laughs> Neil the cat. <laughs> yeah. That you know, then the, we, we would likely be the person, the the people to help you. So I, I do recommend that if you are looking for support, to very much, um, um, you know, coming from a digital marketer, um, but don't follow sort of the flashy. You know, follow um, your intuition, your gut, your truth bumps. The you know, your body pendulum. Which way is yes? Which way is no? Ask yourself. Um, you know, what my yes is, what my no is, your body's going to move a certain way. Is Lisa the right person to work with? Is Alicia the right person to work with? Should I, you know, um, follow your intuition, follow your heart. Um, it's not necessarily finding someone where you live and, um, virtual work is very, very powerful. I actually prefer it to be honest, um, for many reasons. Uh, I can do more in one day if I'm virtual. Um, so I can serve more. Uh, also, too, I like that when we do this kind of work, that um, you're in your safe space, you're in your home. Yeah. You know? That's a great point. Um, because processing and integration are really important as well. So if, you know, if I was doing this kind of work, and I do these this kind of work in person sometimes, um, but it's a different experience. And there's something about even just being in your own space and having that time to digest and, and um, you know, that intimacy over this kind of connection doesn't get lost. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much for that. So it's time to close up. Is there any, anything else, uh, any other party? Yes. Would like Something to really big, actually. I want to officially, I, I know I thank you all the time, Lisa, but uh, Lisa, you were such a big part of my growth and development and 
my sanity. <laughs> um, I want to thank you and Cindy and Maria and uh, there's a few others, my mother, <laughs> uh, my mother, Mary, who's beautiful. She actually wrapped, she wraps crystals now, which was part of my, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, very beautiful work. I'm inspired designs. Um, she does beautiful work and I want to thank her for loving me and supporting me even when she didn't understand. Um, but you, you know, I know now that people that come into our lives come for a reason. And I'm just extremely grateful for you. There are so many times where you, you were my anchor mm. and my bridge. And I'm just so grateful to you. It's been an honor to, to be a part of your process. And, and I'm so grateful for our friendship. And, you know, I've had the opportunity to grow through the process as well. And, uh, and it's, it's truly been an honor to be able to be supportive. And I know that's why you love supporting others because there is that feeling that goes along with it, where you feel like you're, you're doing something meaningful, you know, for someone else. And then to watch those light bulbs come on and to watch that, that confidence and growth and, and, and calm that can come along with it. It's, it's been beautiful to be a part of your journey. And I'm, I'm grateful for that chance too. Well, we're not done. We're just getting started. Oh, just getting started. Woo! And I'm excited for, for what the future holds, you know, for us both individually, but also any work that we may do together. Going to be powerful. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time today and for, for coming on the program and sharing your story. How did how'd it feel to share your story? For the I love that. Like, great. Empowering. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I was in the closet for a long time. It's great to tell the truth now. <laughs> <laughs> you can breathe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, all good. Yeah, thank you so much. And for any of you who may be going through an, an awakening experience, please do feel free to to get the help that you need. You know, seek out the support and the help that you need. You don't have to go it alone. You just don't have to go it alone. And you're not crazy. You're not crazy. So thank you to everyone for, for your time listening or watching. I look forward to seeing you next week on Dirt Road Divinity. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to Alicia or reach out to me. I'll make sure that all of our content and information on how to contact us is in the show notes. So thank you. And until next week, continue with, with curiosity. You had mentioned curiosity, the awe and wonder of what's unfolding in front of us. Just try to seek more of that because it can lead to amazing places. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Dirt Road Divinity. You can find me, your host, Lisa Wade, on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube at Lisa Wade Alchemy. You-